Welcome to the Big Fucking Feelings Podcast, a show on how to use psychology to process your emotions, train your brain, and deal with being a human. And now, me, your host, psychology major, corporate badass, and certified life coach, Michelle Kevill. Hello, everyone. I hope you are well. And if not, I got you. At least you are here. I am, I'm doing okay. I just got over a staph infection. I just randomly, post-COVID, my immune system was a little bit low. I also have an autoimmune disease and I got a random staph infection on my arm. So I'm sounding a little bit tired, but I am a lot better today. And I'm excited. I'm excited to talk to you about this episode. Over delivery doesn't mean lots of shit because I've been seeing a lot of this with my current clients. And that is... The need to over deliver and go above and beyond, which there is absolutely nothing wrong with that if that's what you want to do. But if it's being brought up in the coaching session, there seems to be a lot of mind drama around it. And it's again, it's I want to elaborate on how we need to relearn what over delivery actually means in society. So that's what we're going to get into today. So what is over-delivery? Well, it really is just going above and beyond the standard requirement. Say you go into a shop, you buy a dress, and then you get, I don't know, two dresses for free. Or you get a voucher or a discount. Um, Basically, like, extra stuff is what it typically means in society. Which is basically more stuff. Like more things, extra things. If, I don't know, I'm making this up, right? Let's take a corporate example. If, and a really basic example here, let's say as part of the contract of the job, it's to get out like one project per month. You get out two projects. You get out two projects plus this side analysis, like something like that. Again, not a bad thing, but what I am seeing And what people have been coming to me is almost this, oh my God, I can't keep up or I have to do this. I need to over deliver. And a lot of people come to me, especially in their corporate jobs where they have taken on so much stuff. They are delivering all this stuff and they're, they're, you know, seen as like really amazing, but they're burnt out and they can't cope. And they're constantly like they're already over delivering and they can't even see the value in the delivery of the things that they are delivering. And this is what I'm starting to see in my clients or this fear of, say, changing a role. And it's like, oh, how do I like I don't know how to over deliver here. Like I need to do extra and stuff like that. And again, this isn't a downgrade over delivery. It can still be a good thing, but. I want you to ask yourself, why do you feel the need to over deliver? Why do you feel the need to produce all this shit? (laughs) Not actual shit, but you know, all this stuff. Are you trying to compensate for a lack of belief in yourself or do you need to prove something? What is that core belief that is fueling that over delivery? So there's two things. There's over-delivery from a place of scarcity and then there's over-delivery from a place of genuinely wanting to do it. Like almost, I think of it as like cultivating a garden. Like I genuinely want to give this out there. 
again, also not to apply like any moral stuff to this as well. Like if you are over delivering because you want to get promoted or grow your business, that is totally fine. But again, ask yourself why and keep asking why. Because for me, back before I found life coaching, I would just say yes to all this extraneous stuff on top of my job that I didn't want to do. (laughs) Because I felt that was the only way to get promoted and to get noticed was to do all these extra things that I really wasn't interested in and was outside my role. And again, totally fine for it to be outside your role. Like I wanted to stretch myself and learn, but I was doing it because I felt that was the only way. I didn't have belief in my abilities and I thought more stuff, like people will just see more stuff and they will associate that with Michelle versus people will see the abilities Michelle has and can create for this company. So where does over-delivery and this concept come from? Again, I've talked about this before. I'm going to bring it up again. Before the Industrial Revolution, we were typically farmers and we would have seasons, you know. We would have periods of amazing growth and periods of rest. And some harvests we'd, you know, over-deliver and then some we wouldn't. But we'd accept that as like nature and the ebb and flow of life. Then industrialism comes along and all of a sudden we can work, you know, we don't, we have electricity. We can just keep working into the night. We can get lots of output. We can make lots of things. We can get lots of things out there. This is where I strongly believe over-delivery has come from. It is external stuff that we produce, just like back in, you know, from, because it's different to farming, right? Farming, part of it you can't control. Like, yeah, sure, someone could argue with me, a scientist, like, oh, you know, use the right, I don't know, fertilizer or whatever. But I'm talking about before all that, it was in the hands of nature and obviously, you know, being a good farmer, etc. When it comes to industrialism, we have a lot more control around what we can produce. And we've gone from being reliant on almost, you know, nature and good seasons, etc. to suddenly we have all this control and we almost, it's, it's like we kind of went a little crazy with power. Again, I talk about this before. This is how we got the um, unions came along and were talking about the eight hour workday and like rights, etc. Because it was just like, wow, like we can produce all this shit. We can manufacture all this stuff. We can over deliver. It's like we can over deliver on the harvest. And that's where I believe that this has come from and is still stemming in our society. It's about extra things, extra stuff. And again, if it's coming from a place of scarcity, you're going to burn out. I see that in my clients. I see that in my, I saw, well, I saw that in myself. This is what over delivery truly is. And if you've been listening to this before, you will know that it's always the opposite from what society tells us. Over delivery is under delivery of stuff. Let me say that again. Over delivery of your job or whatever, is actually under delivery. It's like the less is more concept. It's going back to the roots of why you are doing this. Instead of just doing shit for the sake of doing shit because you feel scarce. It's 
looking inward and understanding your own beliefs and abilities. If I'm honest, I believe over delivery is you truly believing in yourself and your own abilities. That's it. Seriously, that is that's what over delivery is now. I believe in the 21st century. It's trusting yourself. It's actually over delivery is also recognizing that what you do is enough. Again, it doesn't mean you can't go above and beyond and create stuff. But where is it coming from? I'll give you an example, like from a coach perspective, right? Because we talk about this a lot, like over delivery in the coaching scheme. And that's where my mind's at right now is in like with the metaphor that I'm going to give you. So with coaches, sometimes there'll be talks around, you know, I'm offering all these free workbooks, I'm doing all this stuff and still nothing is working other than one, you know, unmanaged thoughts and stuff like that. It's not about the stuff. It's about the coach and the best thing you can do for your client is believe in your own abilities. That's over delivery, not stuff. And I'll tell you why. Why would you pay me money if I don't genuinely believe in you? That's like paying a surgeon who's like, "Mm, I'm kind of good at heart surgery. Like I'm kind of okay at it. It's like, what? I'm giving you money to perform heart surgery and you kind of think you're okay in it. Like what? Where is this confidence coming from? The confidence shouldn't come from even like the client's results or offering all this free stuff. It needs to come from internal. It needs to come in that belief that you have the abilities to be a coach, be there for them and believe in that client, regardless of all the bullshit and then bullshit as in like thoughts they are throwing at you. That's over delivery. That is what I have worked so hard on. That is my over delivery. It's also recognizing that I need to take breaks. (laughs) It's also not overworking so that I am great and ready to coach you. That's over delivery. But then some coaches or people would look at that. This is when they're in that headspace and be like, but like, that's not over delivery because they believe it's stuff and it's not over delivery. I guarantee you right now is internal. It's what you're feeling, what you're believing. And I know that sounds so meta, but it really is. That is what I mean when I say over delivery is actually under delivery, under delivery in stuff. Like, would you want to pay someone who who's giving you, you know, like, sure, giving all this free stuff is fine. But like, if I want a coach, I want someone who truly believes in me, regardless of what I'm saying. That's why I'm paying them. A corporation on the outside may think it wants someone that produces a lot of stuff, like gets out like 20 projects a month. But what they really want is someone who can produce high quality work, even if that means less projects. Seriously, this is why I've like talked about this before in a previous post, like saying no to your company, like articulating your needs is like actually also not just the best thing for you, but the best thing for the company, because you're creating a safe space for yourself to Get the help you need, learn, like foster that, and then you can just thrive from there. That is exactly what I did. I used to do a whole heap of shit. And I was wondering why I'm not moving up. I'm not getting promoted. I'm not, 
didn't feel like I was moving forward necessarily in my career. And it wasn't until I found coaching, obviously cleaned up some of you know my deep-rooted thoughts about like you know self-worth, my abilities, etc., that I was truly able to over-deliver. Because it was just completely cut. And that was through literally saying no and advocating for my needs. So I wasn't always the one raising my hand to do the volunteer things. I was actually looking at my capacity, my workload. I was articulating that to my manager. I was looking at what and where do I need, you know, more guidance and help in. I was giving myself time to grow my planned capability. And it was from that that I was able to just thrive. And I provided more value to the company, literally by not over-delivering on a whole heap of stuff, but over-delivering on my own belief in my abilities and like advocating for myself. I created an environment for myself where I could truly thrive in a way that works for me and create that value. And then I got a promotion from that. (laughs) And it's like, oh my God. It's, it's crazy because it's the opposite of what we've been taught in society. So again, it's unlearning what over-delivery means. So if you're sitting there in your job, your business, whatever it is, thinking, I need to produce all this stuff, especially if there's a should to it, you need to challenge it. Or you're too afraid to move to that amazing new next opportunity because you're like, well, I need to do, you know, I'm not going to be able to keep up with really what are your internal demands then really ask yourself, why? Why do you feel the need to produce all this stuff? Maybe you don't even see it as over-delivery, but really look at what you do and what you're doing and where is that coming from? Is that coming from a place of lack or is that coming, you know, is it coming from a place you need to prove yourself? That are the thought, they are the thoughts that you need to go into deep and challenge. And then instead of thinking I need to do all the things, it's internal work. It's looking at what do I need to believe about myself to feel that I am doing enough? And I know some of you might be thinking, but no, if I think I'm doing enough, then I'm not doing enough. And I'm telling you, it's from a place of abundance. It's from a place of I am doing a really good job. Like this is enough that you end up doing more because again, you're cultivating it. You're nurturing a little garden of capability and belief. And it's from that beautiful, wholesome place that you will want to grow and further yourself in a way that suits you. I've done this for myself. And it's, I'm telling you right now, it's much more fun here <laughs> than beating yourself with a whip and doing crap you don't want to do. So if you want to learn how to do that, hit me up for a discovery call. Let's see if we're a good fit. So you can stop over-delivering on stuff and start to over-deliver on yourself. It's like selling yourself on yourself, really. And from that place, you'll be able to create amazing things. Take care, everyone. See ya. Hey, are you feeling super overwhelmed on the weekend? You just cannot stop thinking about work and you really wish there was an off button. Well, you should sign up for my five-day challenge how to disconnect from work and enjoy your weekend again in a way that actually works for you, not against you. Doom scrolling on social media or binging Netflix, that's a thing of the past. I'm going to teach you a secret that I only share with my one-on-one clients that I'll be sharing for free in this challenge. 
Over the next five days, we're going to go through why you keep worrying, how to handle the top three most common weekend worries, and a step-by-step guide on how to get you out of anxiety and back into calm so you can truly enjoy your time off. Link is in the show notes below to sign up. We start on Wednesday, the 22nd of November. I'll see you there.